Overland for me is my escape from the the hecticness of work and the stress of what I do. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a release and it's a reset. And that I'm a little older now and slowing down and overlanding seems like a nice pace. You take your time, you know, smell the roses. I actually go camping to hear the wind the flow through the trees, smell the breeze. And also we realized we have this passion for off-road and camping, kind of a uh, went out of control from there, I would say. <laughs> we only have so much time on this earth, and you want to spend it with people that you care about and have a good time with and people that make you smile. That's kind of one of the big things with this with this podcast is it's a, it's a living journal uh, between, you know, us guys and uh, our journey together. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Average, Overlander po- Average Overlanders podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Jared. And I'm Ben. <laughs> and we have two guests with us. They are actually two of the guys that we've talked about a lot on the podcast. You get a few and, mentions, yes. Yeah, a few. A, bit, I think they're in, <laughs> a few. I, yeah. I, I think they're in every single um, episode so far. <laughs> but why don't you guys introduce yourselves? How's it going? I'm Lucas. Jeff. <laughs> so Lucas and Jeff are two of the guys that um, they're the go anywhere at any time kind of guys. They're set up to rock and roll yeah, yeah. and uh, they've done it. And you know, they've kind of made it onto a bunch of our trips that we, me, Jared, and Ben have done together, and they are a core part of of our group. Oh, um, yeah. They core are, crew. Yeah, <laughs> like, like this, is, this is the group. That, like we always talk about, like, you know, you always have a, you know, a good group of people, but only so many people can always make it. So they're always good, you know, good guys will call and they'll always come out there. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, they're ready to rock and roll pretty much any time, um, but sometimes they make it and sometimes they don't, and it's always a pleasure when they do come out to camp with us. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So, do you guys want to start with the hard questions or the easy ones? Oh, I mean, I think... <laughs> break Whatever you want to do. Yeah, uh, first and foremost, yeah. thanks for thanks for having us and thanks for having me. You know, it's pretty cool to, to come on, but yeah, I'm ready for the... Probably start hard and work work out through the easy ones, you know, and they're not a good note. No snowballs yet. All right, all right. Uh, okay. All right. No, so they're all... This is always the curveball that I kind of threw at uh, ben, and, uh, ben and Jared. Um, we'll, go to, we'll go to you, Jeff, first. Okay. Okay. Uh, what is your definition of overlanding? Oh. Definition of overlanding. Well, not necessarily a definition, but just like uh, what, what, are you, what, what, like, what's your version of it? Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, I mean I guess you don't have to worry would, about a definition, you know. But yeah, I guess you would call it. I mean, camping and going to a different spot each time, each night, going to a different spot, not having a relocating, and yeah, yeah, not having a specific base camp that you're going to go back to every night kind of making an adventure out of it, whether it's a long trip or just going in one designated area, like one side of Johnson Valley to another side of Johnson yeah. Valley and camping in two different spots. I mean, the actual term overlander to me, it's, I've heard it in a lot of different ways. It's, like it's, it's so twisted. Used, yeah. yeah. It's so <laughs> twisted. It's uh, you know, a lot of people have derogatory visions or, or views of what it, what it means or it's a bad thing. I mean, but I think it's, uh, you know, it's just a, a term that was made up to kind of accommodate this new wave of all these people that are all of a sudden now, like, I mean, what you would call just to put a term on yeah, like it, yeah. Yeah. off-roading and yeah. camping and whether that's going down a dirt road and only camping a mile off the road or, I mean, people will call it what they call it, but yeah, it's, my version, I'd say, is uh, just 
an adventure and always going somewhere different, always exploring and not uh, settling for something or, Oh, there's always something different out there, whether it's better or worse. And that's what makes experiences experiences. Yeah. yeah. That constant yeah. change and the, uh, the adventure of going from one spot to another is, is one of the parts that I, I love the most, especially if it's a spot that you've been to for, or a really popular area. Like for example, Johnson Valley, I've camped it. That was actually the, the spot that I camped the first of this year. I actually ushered in my 52 week project in Johnson Valley. And, you know, now that you mention it, seeing uh, a different part of it uh, during a different day and doing it with different people is just like, man, like that's what it's about. That, that adventure and that new, that new feeling of experiencing the same area with, with different people and, yeah. and even just a different campsite too. Yeah. Different people is definitely a huge part of it. It I always mean, makes it like a new adventure every yeah. time. You could be yeah. in the same spot. Like, I don't know how many times I've been to Antebrago yeah. in my life. Yeah, I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. But every time makes it something special because you're always with different people. You experience it differently. Yeah. Every experience yeah. is different in that sense. And yeah. you always go different. I mean, even though you go to Antebrago, you see, like, for example, we went to the slot tunnels. You know, you That's see. the first time but, I've ever been through there. Yeah, that was cool. Same. same. Yeah. I've been I go to Antebrago since I was a little kid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've never been back there. So you always find something different yeah and you always uh you know experience it with different people and different times and you know all kinds of different things yeah yeah how about you lucas same yeah, question uh, what, what is overlanding to you i mean jeff really hit on the head there you know i think it's about putting yourself out there and you know the stuff that's really interesting to do is not your average cleghorn or your average day out and um, so it's really fun to put miles in, put yourself into, uh, situations that you can really think on and, and, uh, and overcome things. And, um, again, you know, good people meeting new people. I mean, we've met people out in the middle of nowhere that, that end up being really good, you know, good friends and just kind of like this. Yeah, we, yeah. Putting yourself out there, putting the miles in, uh, seeing the places that are a little bit more difficult to get to, you know, those kind of things or taking the route less traveled is really what, what excites me, you know, personally is getting to where we're going and, um, that, that time spent on the road and seeing those things from the car is really cool, you know, and, and also the build process of, of, a, you know, just putting things on your truck that seem kind of weird, you know? Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. That's half the fun of it. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. But overlanding has, has too many, you know, uh, definitions. I'd say it's, uh, oh, yeah. it's, uh, more so a stereotype than it is, uh, a, um, a, uh, like a definition you can put someone on. So it's really what, what people see that are outside that, that circle or that community really that, that have really, I think created, um, a lot of that. But for the most part, I think, again, it's putting the miles in, meeting new people, you know, getting cool new things for the truck and, <laughs> yeah. and using them really getting out there and putting yourself in yeah. positions to use the stuff you, you spend money on and you try to, you know, get to get familiar with for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So, so speaking of people, how do you guys know, uh, Jared and Ben? Cause I, I met you guys through them. So, I mean, I'll let yeah. Lucas explain because he's known Ben. Oh, actually, than, yeah. Longer. Yeah. yeah. Not I think, even through overlanding. I know. Off road. Yeah. yeah. I know previous lives. <laughs> all you guys through Lucas, basically. Mm-hmm. You, I met you for the first time, um, up in, uh, where were we at when where's that place you just with your father uh, oh no, Thomas, Thomas Mountain Thomas Mountain, Mountain. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the first time I just met you honestly we've probably met before perhaps yeah you have we, perhaps, I know we yeah. have perhaps he's but, been a K2 um, yeah, yeah okay yeah <laughs> those yeah. are those are hazy times you know those another lifetime ago but yeah um, but yeah I, I, Ben is the first I'd say uh, 
Oh, I've, been, I've known Jeff for longer, but how I know Ben is through Airsoft, through playing uh, big kid games. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we were, for the longest time, I, I mean, there's an age difference. So I was always with the younger, uh, more yeah. rowdy kids that were, you know, wreaking havoc. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> And we have found we we found uh, you know we became a good friendship by going to these events and and having that rivalry. Yeah. It wasn't and just you build us. a camaraderie off that rivalry. Perhaps, yeah, you do more so that. But again, it was always just getting together at random times. Perhaps wasn't it really ever planned that we would go play together, but we'd always be at the sure. same events. It's you know, same. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's how I met him, and then um, you know, there I met you a few you know while ago, and then and you, and then yeah, yeah me meeting you guys yeah mm-hmm. yeah that mojave trip was the first time i camped with ben first time i camped with jeff's yeah that was one of the most sweet. epic trips <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, yeah uh, thank you for that and uh um but yeah so that's how it kind of everyone kind of you know tied it domino yeah, effect into together, there yeah. but yeah airsoft would again be the first and foremost place where i've met ben and uh, the the truck stuff came after you know I had an old beater when I first met him and off road was never even on my kind of the, like scale of things to go and do or camping oh, yeah? any of that stuff yeah yeah it was wow, a land wow. shark it was an old what Volvo what tell us uh, about that real quick oof land shark right yeah, yeah no yeah uh, seven forty Volvo was an eighty nine thing was meant uh, yeah I, I, speaking of real quick I mean that thing uh, still my running. buddy uh, uh, Blew up some of the drive staff stuff going and getting fire extinguishers when Wildlands lit on fire. So, and I drove that thing home with five people in it all the way back to Santa Epic. Ana, you know, that hour and a half drive and at the slow lane. But Epic. That car still drives today. I gave it to a buddy and, oh, and yeah, nice. he, he, he lives still on it today. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. It's pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. I, I, I actually, um, you know, obviously Lucas just told the story about how we met, we hung out. We were actually, um, you know, you asked me for a, a barrel. Uh, for one of your pistols. Right? Oh, okay. oh, man. I was a gunsmith. Yeah, he was gunsmithing or something <laughs> in Orange yeah. County. Yeah. Well, it was interesting because that's when you and Jeff actually went out shooting that day. And that's the first time I met Jeff. So my Glock, yeah, my 17. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah, he gave me a stock Glock. I had a 34 barrel, at same uh, same flanging as a 17. So you can put a little bit. I, had a, a, I have a, a different bear, uh, slide on it. And yeah, you, you hooked me up with that. You met me in like Orange somewhere. Yeah, yeah right by the Tustin yeah. area. Yeah, yeah or no, sorry, Orange. I still use it. So perfect. <laughs> Hell yeah. Match yeah. grade. So so we're all gun guys here too. We're yeah. all gear guys. Do it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, transitioning from people to, uh, we talked a little bit about it, rigs and putting stuff on there and adjusting your kit. Uh, yeah. What are you guys driving? Oh, yeah. You Eight, first 18 Tacoma. What is it? What model? Just a Tacoma. It's a, <laughs> just, just, just <laughs> say, some gardener. It's a, all yeah, you know, you know, it's got the steak beds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, it's a... It's a TRD off-road 4x4. Uh, it's got King 2.5s front and rear, Dirt King uppers and lowers, and all the armor, basically, front and rear bumper, sliders, skids. You're kidding. Yeah. You're kidding, dude. Basically, I've done everything I really want to do. I style SEAL Team yeah. 6 overland. Let yeah, me tell yeah, you basically, <laughs> I've done everything I really want to do to my truck, and it's I've gotten most, and of, most of the Very stuff out so. of the way. Yeah. So now I can kind of like dial in stuff, and that's been through a few iterations. Yeah. With the, yeah know, no, I've been yeah. through lots of coming yeah. and going. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've been through many rooftop tents and few bidets. What that's else? What, you yeah. Got? Right? <laughs> 
so many different setups. It's all about that's, think, what the, yeah, the that's a big that's thing fun. about the whole overlanding thing is I think dialing in your setup and uh, absolutely making you know making everything ideal for you and what you what you're going to use and not have too much overload of stuff because when you have too much stuff and clutter, it just gets it gets to be it's not like vacation it's like you're doing work you yeah, know? yeah yeah you want everything to be easy accessible you want to be you know living the Simplify high life it. yeah yes, you want to be not you want to be you know chilling with your friends by the fire and not um you know busy putting something together yeah, over putting here something together. <laughs> so that's i'll be over in a second i yeah, promise yeah. so that's a big thing is consolidating and figuring out the ideal setup and yeah like like you guys said, I've been through so many different setups. I, I think we all have. I mean, yeah. It's gonna, yeah. How long has it been, been like since you had you like the truck was <clears throat> we took it home to now? Like how many years? It's been like three. I got maybe? it August. Okay, yeah, yeah. August of two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Okay. So Fresh three years. Four, three yeah. years in three August. Years, yeah. yeah. I started my lowered car when you got yours, and, and yeah, I got and it with five miles on it. Yeah, really? and we went to we went to Arrowhead, and you're wow, like, "Hey, you want to drive fresh. a little bit?" I got the itch, and you, get, you let me drive, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, it's cool," you know. And then yeah, and then we went on that one trip, and you brought your uncle's truck. Yeah, my uncle's two wheel drive Tundra. We went camping, Oof. and yeah, we went with a bunch <laughs> of buddies, and uh, yeah, he brought his uncle's truck, and he kind of saw what it was like to go out with a bunch of people and just have fun in the desert and just you know relax for a few days out away from everything it's a great vibe yeah yeah love it totally change your pace with uh with overlanding and just your the journey is what's exciting and being in in camp is you know it's it's about streamlining your kit and and making life as easy as possible but finding that balance of hey you're still camping but you still have the creature comforts and that's what's what's great about iterating your kit is you figure out over over different trips you uh you realize, hey, what do you need? What can you live with? And what can you live without? You know, what you can't live without, excuse me. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's a lot of money. I've, I've seen you, I've seen you buy and sell and give oh, away. Oh yeah, it's a never ending process. I still <laughs> keep, I'll keep doing it. But you know, like we come from the car scene where, you know, we were always buying stuff to impress and points. look good and 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 it was always, you know, it got to the point where, you know, it's like, I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing this more for other people. What they would like. Yeah. yeah. And it's so rewarding, like being, doing stuff to trucks and going off-roading and adventuring and finding new places and experiencing stuff with people that you would never experience in a parking lot at a car show. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you can so waste your money doing stupider stuff. Yeah, you know? no, yeah. I mean, everybody's got their hobbies, and I respect that. Absolutely. And I, I got stupid hobbies. You know? I can't. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't go out to the woods and use my three thousand dollar paint match engine bay. You know, like yeah, it doesn't so, work that way. So you know, yeah, but, like we got, you know, RC, RC rock crawlers, and you know, we got oh, hobbies, yeah, but. <laughs> Oh man, that's so addictive. Yeah. Cookware, don't get <laughs> the, the, yeah. the cookware. The cost we got in cookware is like some guys' lift kits. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's wild thing. Yeah. Right but anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's it's really just so much more rewarding to do the off road thing and not really have to worry about washing my truck to go <laughs> yeah to a car show rather than just yeah. like go with my friends and go camping and have a great time and just relax and be stress-free yeah do, do you honestly believe you're almost done with your truck <laughs> Never. i don't Never. think i'll ever be done with my truck i mean i already got you know plans for 
want to do the shock relocation in the rear for sure. That's one of the best upgrades you can do for the Tacoma is uh, longer shocks in the rear. Besides mm. the tune. Oh, the CB tune, yeah. yeah. My truck runs amazing. It's, yeah, because a they, lot of people... Sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. Uh, just to add on real quick, I mean, being in the industry doesn't help because you see all these trucks come in getting oh, stuff. All day, like something yeah, new. Yeah, it's just like a, a, a <laughs> mini. Like, oh, oh, man. That well, then I get, oh. The, big, the, the <laughs> great thing for me, it's rewarding when I get in my truck at the end of the day mm-hmm. after driving a lot of other, you know, even if it's just driving it around the building getting in my truck and leaving and it just feels so good. And I'm just so happy with my truck at the point where it's at. And that's what it's about right there. Yeah. yeah. I'm just yeah. so happy with it. Yeah. yeah. You put in all that work and effort, like, you know, planned everything. It's like, yeah, no, it just feels good. And yeah, I'm getting my swing out back this weekend. So it'll oh. feel even better. Cause now I'm not running the rooftop tent. Yeah. Mm. So Ready for the races. Yeah, you know. no. So I'll have the, the weight back in the, cause my leaf packs really meant for, I have a stage three diva reef leaf pack. So it's, Matt for yeah, it's got Matt for some weight. I might go back to a stage two. We'll see. <laughs> but uh yeah, see never ending. Yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, it's I'll probably do the shock relocation and then I really want to do a stereo system in my truck, and that's pretty oh. much all I really <laughs> wanna do right yeah. now. Those are the two thing main things in the next year that I wanna do because I'm really tired of the, the OEM audio or, <sighs> Or the the stock audio system, not OEM audio. Cause that's your, a company, but is stock, your stock audio in your trucks. What? It bumps. No, 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 but he has a TRD Pro. Yeah, doesn't it have the difference? Yeah, doesn't so, it have the JBL system? Okay. Yeah, I have a 2019 TRD Pro Tacoma. So yeah. yeah, it's JBL all the way around, and I have a different uh, head unit as well. Yeah, that so. system's actually pretty decent for yeah. a stock. System. I wrote in. I rode in your truck for the first time today, yeah. and you had your system. Like not even people even trying to show it off. It just had some music on. Yeah. It sounds so much better than my. I'm, like, I'm in your boat with the with the. It has a subwoofer age. in his. Yeah, yeah they're so does. old. Yeah. It's just like, oh man. But, I thought I was good. Like I'm fine driving around normally. Now I'm like, wah wah wah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's such a it's such a nice thing that I've been spoiled on, and I don't even realize how nice of a kit oh, it yeah. is. No, I have a so. cassette auxiliary. And when I have it loud, but when I have the windows down on a Friday and, mm-hmm. and it's up, it's like squeeze 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 squeeze. You can hear the cassette like over like overloaded it's pretty good yeah toyota that's the one thing if i have to say they really i mean i'm not going to go into any other details but the one thing they skimped out on on the base model tacoma i mean not base model but the trd off-road and everything but the pro everything but the pro is yeah the speakers i mean those speakers on a gx 470 are better like the Mark Levinson speakers on a GX470. Yeah, that's maybe maybe new, but they should hey, be. Yeah, they're yeah. still better you. than the stock system on a Tacoma, and it's just like, come on, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Luxury yeah. brand. I mean, yeah. I mean, come yeah, on. I have, an, I have an O2 Taco with the upgraded JBL system from. O2. I hear you though. I hear it, you. No, no, no. It's yeah. so quiet. It's no. like I feel like the cardboard's gonna rip Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> in the speaker. No, when we were out in uh, uh, we were out in Arizona, man. We were on that trail. You had like white stank going. Oh yeah, of course, light. You had a little bit of everything going, and for the most part, I couldn't. Uh, I mean, I was singing along to you when you were up in front of me. You know, so yeah, man. A, it was good. You, had, you have good audio in comparison to most. Uh, yeah. <laughs> little Kedwood uh, head unit. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Whatever works, man. Honestly, it's whatever you can throw money at. To, yeah. To I, was, I was actually looking at 
replacement speakers on the way out here on the freeway. It's in Miami. Like, <laughs> not while driving. Right not yeah. while driving. No. No, it's in the passenger seat. <laughs> no, but I mean, hey, I mean, that's an that's an awesome rig. I mean, you're one of the Tacoma boys. You're with me and Patrick. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna get us some stickers. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. But thick t- thick Tacoma boys. <laughs> <laughs> I might I might have the TRD Pro version of uh, of the Tacoma, but uh, I look at Jeff's truck and I'm like so jealous every mm. time I see that thing. <laughs> it's just a different setup. Yeah. I mean, it's sick. It's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's set up though, like like a few more tax returns, you know. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Like, <laughs> yeah, contributing, yeah, contributing. Keep contributing. But you've, I've also had my truck longer, so it's, yeah, that's true. You know, like I've, it's a process. It's not like Gets it was there. a few month or, you know. Yeah, when did you get yours? Uh, 2019 of June oh. 2019. Yeah, I got nice. my truck uh, July 2019. That's Dude, great. Yeah. See. Uh, yeah, you've had, yours is uh, a little bit older. What do you got? I have a, a Lexus GX 470 mm. 2004. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Legit, like luxury pink. Let's swap mm. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> tempting, so, tempting. So, Lucas, tell me what the deal is with the, the Lexus GX 470. Why is it such a big deal in the Overland they community? Blow up you know? Crazy. <laughs> Come oh to the crib. You know, you can't. Yeah, you got center locking. Yeah. center locking diff. You got you know all time all wheel drive, which is huge. Huge. It's it obviously helps a lot in in multi climate areas. Yeah, love and it. you really can't beat that. Uh, that's the biggest thing that people really like on it is having the all wheel drive and the four high four low on option. Um, for me, I looked at Forerunners, I looked at FJs, I looked at Land Cruisers, and I had a, again I had a Lexus and I, and Jeff at the time had an LS four thirty, which was a two thousand three or four somewhere in the yeah, same three, same yeah. production years, same motor, right? Yeah, and, yeah. It, and like the four seventies have like the same seats, the same center console, wood grain, the same. It's to me, it's the same car his his four thirty had, but on a on a truck chassis, yeah, a yeah, Prado chassis, or whatever yeah. you know. So. Um, I looked at a couple of those, and I found this guy in Santa Ana had one for a good price, good miles. Dash was notorious for dash cracking. Yeah, I'll so crack, yeah. I found one that had decent dash, and, uh, yeah, it worked out, you know. I have paid, like, for my cars outright for the most part, and then this was the first car I wanted to, like, uh, finance and kind of become an adult with, build equity, if you will, and <laughs> right. stuff like that, you know, get my toes wet in the financing world. There you go, there you go. Damn, yeah. now you the Dogecoin yeah. next. <laughs> <laughs> I would, oh, man. Hey, I wish right now. No, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about what I also was looking at on the way up here on the freeway. You know, but, <laughs> Always, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I mean, I, I bought that thing, like I said, July 2019. And then like that weekend, I went to this dude, Peanut. And like he was in like Cyprus, this used car lot, this used tire went guy. He put peanut. He put like corn pop was on the corner. You gotta watch out for that fool. Corn pop, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Dude, this dude looked. He was probably the, as tall as that bottle right there, and he had a bald head. And he put and he hooked me up. It was like seventy bucks for four or five used like 33 inch tires they were all mixed match but they look kind of the same and i was so excited to have the gx and we went to cleghorn or whatever went you got did. those tires and we literally went to cleghorn <laughs> yes, that day right. I took, gotta, yeah the next day break I, them in yeah, yeah drove the truck home took the side the step sides off i went and got little like used tires and i drove them out like that for a year before i got my lift and my control arms and did all that that conversion? Freaking ball, thirty so fives. You know what? A lot of people make that mistake, and they they invest in a bunch of other things, but tires make such a huge difference. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah big yeah. first mod I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. What did, tires? What tires did you have? They were, I think it was like a, a Wild Pig, a, a okay, Toyo, yeah. Open yeah. Country. You know? I know all of us. I think run different tires. Okay, Lucas, Maybe you two the have the one? same. 
Which tire was the best? Yeah, which one? Was oh the man, I'd probably have to say the Toyo. Yeah. Try and true yeah. Toyo. Yeah. yeah, Toyo lasted the longest. So I, I love my Toyos. Toyo number I'll one. Love yeah. my Toyos. All trains or mud trains? Yeah. It was a Toyo. It's open country AT. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The other tires I got. Um, one of them I ended up getting a, a spot in Johnson Valley. I got a flat going like up mm. an obstacle. There was like nails or screws in the bottom, so I drove up. And when I got up to the top. Uh, got out to celebrate and he was like is that is your tire going flat and I looked down and my tire was like shh like, <laughs> oh, oh, flat. oh my so, god that was such a scene yeah. do you remember what happened next <laughs> uh, dude I was so, oh yeah I was jacking the truck up and I took the flat tire off and I was like oh it'd be funny to like kind of like toss it around toss it away from me all angry and it I, I was <laughs> up thought on it was a hill <laughs> and it rolled like a couple hundred feet down it, went, hill. it kept going down <laughs> at, at like it was probably a little, yeah. 300 yards it just, <laughs> yeah, it just went down, down a hill yeah and we were all laughing our asses off. It was so he was so mad because he just got a flat and yeah. it was just I mean you can't you can only be so mad. Shit happens. It oh, is, yeah. yeah. No, thankfully I had the tools and so again. We, yeah, we got the, over we had it. the basic at the time we were both I mean, you were a little more into it than I was, but at the time, like I'm glad we had a, a basic kit to get the tire changed and we were on our way to camp. So it was like we were just getting yeah. there. It happened, it was like three PM the day we were going out oh, there. That's nice, yeah. Yeah, so it was Perfect. cool. We you know, jack out, tire switch. I had my spare. I just built. That the was swing one of out, your first so. big up, like not big up. It wasn't that big of an obstacle, but more yeah. technical setback a little bit. You know, yeah. that was like right after he got the tires bit, on. Know, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, one of his first more technical obstacles. I was yeah, still yeah. sleeping like in the back with the seats folded down. Like, I like, oh gotcha. Yeah, I put a blow yeah, mattress yeah. in there and then inflate yeah. it, so it was like it shaped <sighs> itself. It's perf. Nice. <laughs> Good times. Like, yeah. <laughs> But the GX is great. I I can't complain at all. So, yeah. so you guys are both in the uh, the automobile industry and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jeff, what do you do? We kind of buried that lead a little bit. I you work, deal with rigs. Uh, yeah, every day. I mean, yeah, yeah. This guy deals with everybody else's rigs every day. Yeah, I work at Aiden James Customs and I help out. Uh, you know, working on all kinds of Toyotas all day long, pretty much. Ball joints. Mostly t- balls <laughs> and joints. <laughs> Physical therapy. Physical therapy. <laughs> How about you, Lucas? Uh, I work in more in the office side of the automotive industry, but I work in uh, product manufacturing for aftermarket carbon fiber and wheels for nice. Force Steiner and Venom Rex. So I help with uh, like customer service, oversight, and stuff like that. Help the sales team and kind of uh, oversee daily workflow and whatnot. So. Nice, nice. Fun job. Oh, yeah. I deal with like supercars, so like we got like three Lamborghinis in the shop right Ooh. now, and like <laughs> it's cool. We would do all of our shop is like development, so we have cars like get our you know, car gets scanned there. We get uh, you know prototype stuff is built. We got a guy on site that builds everything from scratch, and it's like okay, cool, that works. And then the production process starts there from from uh, from scratch to finish there in Garden Grove. So it's a uh, uh, it's pretty cool to be there and kind of see what's going on and. We do paint matching and all sorts of stuff for really cool cars and yeah, really gotcha. cool people. Freaking awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, no, I mean, like some of the voice Steiner stuff, like there's this uh, current car, this uh, giveaway car for Tuner Colt. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a uh, 720S McLaren, and it's it sure is. all the voice Steiner stuff on it. It's yeah. so well, That slick. meet that we went to that was the voice Steiner, where was it? No, it was the voice Steiner that was doing that? Mm-mm. No, it was just like a random local meet, but there was a few guys out there that were. were but it was at Vorsteiner, right? Uh, yeah, we did the Gunther Works meet. Oh no, it was the Gunther a, Works. Uh, Gunther some, Works, which some is stuff, sister yeah. company. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, sister company, we have uh, where we remaster uh, like classic, uh, specific classic Porsches and do like carbon fiber restoration, strip a bunch of weight off the car, add a bunch of power with a bunch of bespoke like custom forge parts and you know race spec coilovers and Jesus. you know I think we just in one of the cars <laughs> right. we just uh, I might butcher this but we just set fastest lap record for air cooled Porsche uh, uh, Laguna Seca. Nice. Uh, dude. So that was super cool. That uh, the team you know the guys that we, super that, air cool. Yeah, the guys are kind of just like Jeff in the sense you know they're they're uh, you know uh, kind of experienced, trained, hardworking dudes that uh, they build these and finish out these cars that are an insane quality. There, they're insane. You know. Yeah, that that meet was incredible. Like the cars that were there, like the amount of Porsches and. We had like an air cool like, McLaren's. Yeah, there's like a McLaren section, yeah. you know, Ferrari section, air cool Porsche section, you know, narrow body, like you name it. There, it, it was a, a, you know, it was insane. So yeah. it was a, it was a, it's a privilege to be in a in a in an industry like this, let alone to be a part of um, stuff that's uh, so significant to so many people. You know, people that are outside, yeah, yeah, a consumer. Yeah. You know, for instance, is uh, they're so impressed by the stuff that. The company I work for it's do. rewarding, yeah. yeah so it's, it's it is, it is, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and, yeah. And then they have an off road brand, Venom Rex, which uh tailors to more of a, a, a Ford GM, um, full size trucks type stuff. But we also offer Toyota Fitments, uh, or a couple Toyota Ooh, Fitments, yeah, working on working on that kind of stuff. And then uh, eight lug and UTV as well is something we're working on penetrating yeah. the market with. That's where the money is. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. we'll see. Boat trailer and a lot of stuff like that is you know the river is something like car insurance people always want it and it's they're going to spend their money on it and it's it's always going to be there the river is always going to be there so you know kind of getting uh, uh put into that area is from what i can tell is is significant so yeah, that's yeah. Uh, we're working we're hard charged on doing that stuff this year so you guys both started in like um the the tuner kind of community in terms of a hobby right when did you guys make that transition to to overlanding Pretty much about seven or eight months after I got my truck. So okay. let's see. Did you did you buy your truck knowing that you were going to go heavy into off-roading uh, and overlanding? I mean, I knew I was going to do some <laughs> because I got because I got four-wheel drive. Oh. You know, like I was. I knew I wasn't going to mess around and get two-wheel drive. So <laughs> I guess. Buying a truck two-wheel drive is like buying a muscle car that's a V6. It's like, yes. you, you, if you make that mistake, it's only going to be once. I mean, I've done it before. I had a Tundra. Exactly. I had a two-wheel drive Tundra. I probably won't ever do that oh. again. But, I mean, yeah, seeing, being in the industry and seeing how a lot of people, there's a lot of people in the overlanding community and industry that are two-wheel drive and ma- and they they do you a can, lot of you can make it happen yeah yeah, yeah like That's i how you know you're a boss dude you see no you see <laughs> right. it a lot i mean and yeah a lot of people make it far it's just not far enough yeah i mean <laughs> peace of mind too yeah, I was saying, yeah, it's peace, peace of, of mind, mind to have yeah. four-wheel drive that's i think that's a big reason why i originally got it just i literally just roll just you know, standard the whole time, and then if there's a tougher obstacle, then I'll put in four wheel drive. But it's nice to know you have it. If you a big thing it. that sold me, to be honest, before I got my truck was the crawl control. Oh. I saw the videos. <laughs> Marketing. I saw those videos. Now we get into what I do, yeah. <laughs> right? And I'll admit I've used it a few times. Like it's cool, like got for it. some situations, but like. It's not something that's necessary. If I could maybe go back in time, yeah, I hear it's yeah. overrated. Uh, maybe I'll just get a SR5 and just do 
all the mods and put locker full front and rear lockers and yeah, kitted out exactly. How yeah, you want kitted it. out exactly. Yeah, you don't really need the the highest level kit. So I'll tell you what, I, I fell for the mm. crawl control too. Do you have a sunroof? So I do have a sunroof. <laughs> <laughs> but, but guess what? You can't see because he's got Home Depot on his <laughs> Two sunroofs. I don't use either I have, of them. Yeah, I have this beautiful sunroof that I cover with a roof rack. Mm. Yeah. And then I have these, so le- these awesome leather seats and a, a radio that I don't even enjoy anymore because I'm just listening to our stupid podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It sounds that yeah. much better. Yeah. No, but... Um, yeah, I, I bought the TRD Pro version because of the Voodoo Blue. Yeah, no, oh, I love that color. Yeah, yeah, at the yeah. time, that was the only uh, that yeah, was the only yeah. year model that had it. And uh, are they doing it now in other models? I know they're doing the forest green or whatever it's called in one. like yeah, leather models. Green, yeah. Yeah. They did the uh, SR5 in the 2020 version in Voodoo Blue. Okay, made, yeah. one of the guys at my work has that, like the SR5 in that color, the green. Yeah, there's like so many that. different variations. It's hard to keep up every year. That's like that's the only upgrades Toyota's really giving now yeah, is like, color. oh, we'll yeah. we'll give you a different color this year. The nothing, everything's the same. I'm a big voodoo blue guy. Yeah. Or sorry, Calvary blue. Oh, gosh, oh the Calvary yeah. sick voodoo. too. The Calvary, like the gray blue. Yeah, yeah the gray. they had a lot of yeah, issues with that color though. Like really? people were, I'll take it. There was like warranty issues with the paint on that color. I'll take yeah. the issues. That's the pastel blue. That, that's what I call it. It's a great color. I love it. I like that. Yeah. It's like got like a grayish tint to it. It's pretty yeah. nice. I like people it have paint issues to worry about. Our dash is cracked. I know. What are you talking about? Paint issues. That's crazy. <laughs> I'd, get, I'd get the cement before I got the Calvary. Like, mm. that's my second favorite. I'd go white or cement or... The quicksand was, like, super popular. Quicksand's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. yeah, that's what uh, Jillian and Rebecca has. Yeah, Quicksand's yeah. pretty cool. They're pretty popular. I'd probably go the the quicksand personally i like the green the dark green the dark green is really cool I, there was a truck in the shop today that i don't i don't like me driving a dark green truck i don't like it <laughs> it's, it's, just I admit it's probably like kind of like driving a black truck where it's gonna get hot inside it's and too much for it's me. gonna be know. hard to keep up with the paint which i don't, I don't really care about, about in my truck but yeah like this guy. <laughs> yeah, you got a black truck yeah, yeah. Uh, he knows the struggle. Knows. <laughs> exactly. What you're saying is not sticking, so I don't know. <laughs> I know his struggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I could go back in time knowing what I know now, I would have bought the uh, a base model for like four by Tacoma and then yeah. just done everything else myself. Could you pay extra for yeah. all the... Yeah. Like, Even like, the sunroof, you do yourself? Uh, no, I, I, mean, I got a Sawzall. I got a Sawzall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have one on my truck, actually. Probably. No, I, got yeah. I got a hack. Now they, wow, have, okay. uh, now they have electric seats and all the yeah. new Tacomas, which see that kind of sell mine doesn't like, have. Yeah. I want some heated have, and cooled seats. They have Apple CarPlay oh, too. So nice. This guy's G- look. He's laughing over there because yeah. his GX from like 2004 has it. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I got a TV with dinner for schmucks preloaded. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. No big deal. Oh man. Yeah, there's, there's so much money that you can throw into a base model truck, but you gotta. Oh, yeah, man. think about that before you get into it. I mean, yeah. are you going to be replacing all those parts eventually? I mean, yeah, wheel sets and yeah. suspension, which is the truth, though, honestly. Yeah, I mean, if you buy an upgraded package, I guess you can make money back on the TR, like the black wheels. Oh, you can sell, seven, yeah, you uh, can you sell know, your, rim, free, your wheels pretty yeah. quick. Package. Yeah, I mean, I think your wheels could probably be sold for like twelve hundred bucks with a yeah. good set of tires on them all day. No problem. Yeah, your trucks are still you know? valued more than my, like probably more than my truck. Like TRD Pro still oh with the aftermarket versus yeah some of the well uh, I don't even know versus but yeah. still like they're the packages are still 
Yours is worth more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yours would be worth Patrick more. Patrick needs chart. a snorkel. I do. <laughs> hey, With a pre- you don't even have a yeah. snorkel, so you well, trying to call him out on Yeah. No, I'm saying, but he needs it because Jeff has it. It looks so cool. Know, you need a does. Wii Boost antenna, then you'd be really cool. I need a lot of things. I can make you a Wii Boost antenna. <laughs> I know. Just buy the antenna and bolt it on there, and you'd be like yeah. extra cool. That's yeah, like, you need 30, like 35. It was like in the car clubs, like, you know. I need to fix my lower ball joint, okay? We'll get to that. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. More antenna do you have? No. Jack Jack stand mod is pretty good. Oh oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, maybe is there next question? <laughs> <laughs> next question. I feel like we're going on. Move on from this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice work. No, the thing is, I love Jeff's truck, oh. and I've, I've I've picked his brain on it a million times, and uh, just looking at his the way he set his up is like, oh man, I, all I got to do is shoot for that, and I've seen you go through some <laughs> gnarly stuff, just like. You you always take the hard line when we're we're on the trail. <laughs> there's a there's a trail story. We were why, why not when you're a king? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's rolling kings. <laughs> ben with his dad jokes over here. No, I do have the story. It was the first time I I get I camp with Jeff and we're on the uh, the Mojave Trail mm. and this guy almost lost his side view mirror against the Joshua Tree. Oh, yeah. I did. Oh. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it was tread crazy. lightly. Yeah, it was man. We we're mobbing it, and that's what I always do. Is Jeff will will mob his truck, and I'll be like, well, "Let's see well, what Mike's truck, yeah. Mike truck can do." Gotta keep up. Fight. He's got kings all the way around, and I've got fox shocks. So it's just like, oh man. And I've got probably have twelve hundred pounds more than I need on my <laughs> Home Depot on my truck. One and a half more Home Depots. Yeah, yeah that my poor passenger mirror is. Uh, Seen better days. Yeah. Seen better days. <laughs> it's probably going to be need replacing in the next yeah few years it, before my driver for sure. It happened to me too. I, I did it on that same trail. I was like, we're doing like forty, and I thought like, someone threw something at me, but it was like, whack! And I look and I'm staring at myself in my side mirror. I was like, oh man, it's I funny because right when you like, said hey, it. <laughs> Right when you said it, I thought about it, and I got this. I felt the same reaction of when it happened, and I was like, "Oh my so god, it was so bad! It was yeah, it hit so hard that it went all the way back and all the way forward." Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it, that's how hard it hit. It went all the way. It hit all the way like against. I, I don't know if it hit my window, but it went all the way back, so it was like facing that like away from me. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, I have to ask you, because, like, the one area that I'm thinking about is when you had, like, kind of, like, the S-curves in the Joshua trees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, is that mm-hmm. where it happened? Yeah. I don't... Yeah, day it two. had to be. Day yeah, two, day back two, in the day. Yeah. Right before he split, I think, yeah, right before uh, you turned around and had to had to get out of there. Yeah. Um, but it was it was one, just one of those times. Day two was pretty fast, like, going towards, was it Lake Soda? Yeah, so, like, we had a potential Soda Lake, Lake, Soda Lake, yeah. Soda Lake. It was, uh, yeah, it was kind of one of those things where we were just cooking and... And uh, overcooked, <laughs> overcooked, <laughs> you know, yeah, no, yeah. you can. It's fun. We get the the tires down a little, you know, a few psi high. You feel like you gain a few inches of travel. Yeah, you feel like you feel <laughs> I like was you going racing shoes on. You know, yeah, you get you get you. you uh, no you trees were hurt in this incident, yes, yes, though. Yes, yes. Yeah, they were healthy, healthy trees. Mm-hmm, absolutely, <laughs> hostile trees, but healthy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are listeners to the podcast. Um, if you guys want to talk about what's your favorite. Uh, Favorite place to go, your favorite favorite spot. That's that's rough. Like whenever someone asks me my favorite yeah. anything, I, I I can never answer what my favorite place or favorite car or favorite 
food or it's hard live for in the me. moment jeff but <laughs> what are but, right now geez. let's see <laughs> if you could leave tomorrow where would you go okay. there you go if you could leave tomorrow where would you go yeah. boom no i mean i love i mean if we're talking about the desert i love just going to johnson valley and finding i mean we got on the most gnarly trail i've ever been on that we had to really fight our yeah <laughs> we had to like <clears throat> hike we had to hike to scout ways out of it Oh jeez! Yeah, awesome. That's that actually sounds cool. fun though. I think we thought it was we thought it wasn't going to be a good trail, and then it turned into a quad trail. Because uh, a guy in a quad happen. came down it, and he's like, How, "Wow, you guys are down here!" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I mean, we had to drag boulders with your truck with the wraps. <laughs> had so yeah. many great times out there, even like the last trip we had. But uh, yeah, that or like going to the mountains. Like I've had. Good times and, uh, I mean, I've had good times in Big Bear, even though it's probably so crowded right now. Commercialized, but, yeah, yeah, sure. But uh, hmm. I'd say I really want to go up to We're, Mammoth. I've been I've, I've been dirt biking up there. Yeah, favorite place by far is Mammoth. Yeah, that's like definitely I'll, one of my top. Yeah, I'll have to go out there because I I recently took up fly fishing and we have to go up <laughs> there. Yeah, we have to. Yep. Do 100%. a trip with fly fishing and off roading and camping. I recently took up a gold panning on Amazon, <laughs> so you know you I gotta buy Amazonian? the equipment. We're Amazonian go. gold panning. <laughs> yeah, I picked up the hat, so me and oh, Eric. Yeah, well, we already had the hat, so yeah, we gotta yeah. go gold panning. Yeah, yeah we're gonna go uh, this uh, tomorrow. Oh, so lucky. <laughs> Try and find some old mines. Find some nuggets. Some creeks. Are you bringing your pickaxe? Yeah, absolutely. You want to borrow I got my, my I got my pan. We're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I might need your hat. Yeah. yeah. How about so, you, Lucas? Yeah. Favorite spot? Mm. Not not like Where GPS coordinates, go? but <laughs> location. Uh, favorite spot? I mean, mm. if I could go somewhere right now that I'm that I've already been to that I've you know or that kind of yeah. We'll start. With, we'll, I'll say that you know. I I just say high desert. You know, you can't beat it. Um, recently, like the Eastern Sierras, I think it was up by there. You know, some of those those big views are just they're uh, pretty nice. So I definitely say that. Just uh, I'm a big desert guy. Grew up riding, riding you know, not really up in the mountains and single track stuff, but more open desert riding. And gotcha. I've yeah. had to grow an appreciation for what the desert is, especially in the right time of year. You know, so but that's what we have most of. I think. Um, yeah, I don't really have uh well Kennedy Meadows and that kind of area up in up on up in those mountains are nice. Yeah, the Sequoia National Forest, that's, I think it it's is. Epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the Sequoia National Forest, you know. That that's place beautiful is up there. Yeah. I've never been there. You guys are taking me, right? We're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well you have a decision to make, but we're going. Oh yeah. We're yeah, going. we gotta figure out a date, but yeah, it's happening. There's always a yeah, yeah I think it's we perfect have like, time of year is summer. You we know? have like five or six trips planned at all times, you know? <laughs> yeah. But like the thing about going up the logistics of it and trying to figure out which one will actually work. You gotta plan easy. quite a few days because you wanna oh, have right. quite a few days up there and then at least one day down yep. at the Kern River where it's actually big river where you can hang out and jump in and swim. Enjoy, and yeah. I mean, yeah. You can put an easy up in the river. And just hang out with your chairs right there. Yeah, that, oh, that so was down. nice. That was nice for sure. Yeah. So you touched on something. It was a time of year, and I, I know I've mentioned this before. Is time of year makes such a huge difference in yeah. in in the location, mm-hmm. and it's important that you go during. You try out the same location in, at different times of the year because it completely can completely change the way that place feels. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the, the way that the light hits, the way that the plants are there, the the animals and the 
the, the even the way that the track feels like the you know the All trail that you're on how how worn it is or how how not worn it is or even like uh, speaking of the mojave trail we hit it like right after a light rain and it, it was like hero dirt mm-hmm. where there was no dust nothing oh, visibility yeah. was it, was, it was it was awesome it was like a movie layer of yeah moisture on top <laughs> life's a movie yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if only. Word. <laughs> Word. And we literally found the only bit of snow in the whole area. That was pretty dope too. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't go there. Yeah. That was. Yeah. We wish you were there, Jared. Oh. Yeah. No. Well, I. Yeah. Patrick says, "Wish you were there." Yeah. Uh, Patrick, we actually. Uh, I sent you some of those photos from Mojave Trail with the snow on it. Did yeah. you actually post those on the I, Instagram? I don't think I did. All right. Well, let's yeah. post it after this episode yeah. because it was epic. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's mm. crazy seeing snow on cacti, on like cacti. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It doesn't everywhere. It kind of blows your mind. You're like, wait, something's wrong here. Yeah. What it's not your picture yeah. of, you know, some yeah. pine trees was, yeah, no, yeah, it's a lot different. That's, I think that's a perfect time though. Is, is high desert is something you do in the winter time, you know, and then, uh, when you like when Joshua get tree and all those areas gets, or... gets hot. I mean, it, right now it's amazing, you know, high seventies and I got down here right now, high seventies, mm-hmm. low eighties, you know, and right now it's probably 60 something outside. So it's really nice, but next few months going to get hot and you want to go elevation. You want to go high and, and get away from the desert, you know, like going up to the, to the Sequoias, you drive through the desert and then you make a big elevation change and you're up in the pines. And it's just something that I don't think you get a lot of places. You yeah, know, be straightforward. You don't get a lot of it unless you're out this way. And yeah, so, you have that option to. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those like uh, very those sentimental privileges <laughs> to have being a Californian is exactly that. Is you get you can literally live at the beach on oceanfront property, and within four or five hours, you're you're up in the woods, and it's like you're, you're in backcountry. You know, well, you we, got you got all those you know those critters and predators to worry about, just so you would in other parts of the country. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna so, get them everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like we did the uh, when we were in Johnson Valley. And then we were in the desert. Oh, yeah. and the same day, we dipped up and went up to the mountains. Yep. And, yeah. yeah. And there's little patches of mules snow. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, some yeah, wild mules cool. all rolling around. So, yeah, you can go from both, you know, environments yeah. within like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. You have that in Nevada, too. I mean, you have like uh-huh. Mount Charleston. You know, we were up there once before. We, actually, it's funny. Before well, I even had a truck, we packed my LS400. Yeah. My LS400 on coilovers. <laughs> We filled it with camping gear, a tent, all the goodies. We drove out to Vegas. That and was we drove, funny. And Vegas, and you go up there, Mount Charleston, it's the same contrast. You go from desert floor, leaving out of Vegas, and you get up there, and there's, like, wild horses. That like yeah, here, What we, a trip. Yeah, this man. was, like, it's a, a sanctioned campsite. Ride. We were, we were uh, super uh, young into it, but we were, this was, like, a, camp, a sanctioned campsite. We were coming there, <laughs> wild horses, like, all up, all up on, the, on the hill from us. It was with, a, with a dropped LS430. <laughs> 400, yeah, yeah. Hey, 400, yeah. I don't even Run think it was dropped yet. Yeah. I think it might have been actually. Yeah, it, it might have been stock. stock. Might have been stock. It might have been. It just was super comfy. It. Yeah, it was mint. It's like, yeah, Cadillac had a phone in it. You <laughs> ordered pizzas on. It. <laughs> I had a phone. I had a Dell phone. But yeah, that was epic. The ho- I've never seen wild horses right in front of me. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, it's like a bonus big time when you see like wildlife out. Yeah, there. Like, Whoa. I mean it wasn't. <laughs> camp- it was a campground, but it wasn't dispersed camping, which isn't. I mean now. We we were with a uh, family, so that I mean, yeah. but now that we know what dispersed camping is, that's pretty much all we do is got the truck to get there. So yeah, 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 exactly. Why not? Yeah, it just totally changes your perspective on things. It's like for me, uh, it's like why would I want to spend money to camp somewhere when I know that there's a spot that's better for free? Yep. 
Yeah, you just had that situation yeah. where where, yeah. where I can just go out and and just do do my own deal with with no one else bothering me. Um, but yeah, I mean, availability is availability. And yeah, I mean that's yeah that's a problem a, too. Like especially in California, everything's like overcrowded. So yeah, and accessibility is exactly yeah, exactly. That too. Accessibility. Yeah. The, yeah. the thing is, the sad part about here is a lot of it is you know. Um, it's uh it's sanctioned a lot of the access roads have gates at the front of them so they there's some days where you're I, you know you make trips out places and there's a gate shut and you're like all right well, Duh, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah and thankfully there's my plans, yeah, yeah thankfully we still have access to to park sites and stuff that you can kind of do some research but the most most time you're, you're running that risk going to some places especially up in, in national forest yeah, i'm sure you know more about that but yep. where you have gates to a lot of the access roads that you could shut off a huge portion of a, of a part of land to a lot of people for just closing a single gate, you know. Yep. Oh, as long yeah. as those people yeah. that are trying to get their respect the gate don't yeah. just go around it or something like that. But oh, that's a big thing gotta, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> could, yeah. Okay. So if there's a gate, there's a gate there for a freaking reason. Yep. Okay. And if it says no trespassing, that means no trespassing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Me, me, Ben, and Jared went on a uh, a Facebook expedition. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> no, we won't like, bring it up too much. But okay. Yeah. But anyways, there's a guy on an overland group. He said, "Hey, like, let's go on a let's go on a night run." And uh, we meet up there, and it's just this guy's. He's well, <laughs> he wasn't prepared. Yeah, he wasn't mentally. Yeah. And we, he's like, "Oh yeah, I've been here a million times." Yada yada yada. And then we get out to the spot, and it's literally a locked and closed gate that says, "No trespassing. Violators will be prosecuted under 602 PC," which is trespassing. Like, which means like me from a cop, a cop perspective, is <laughs> like. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, this guy's signed a private person's arrest form. There's a, a letter on file. Like, if a cop finds a guy out in that area, it's automatically a hookable offense. Like, it's a misdemeanor. Like, you're, you're going hey, go to go rig, Your rig's going to jail, yeah, too. Your rig, yeah, yeah, you're paying those inbounds. Mm, yeah, but he's fun. like, no, we just go around the gate. Like, there's, we just take this little berm up, and then the, yeah. the fence ends, and then we, we drop back in behind the gate. Not worth and, it yeah. at all. No, no but the thing is, the, did he give us crap? He's like, oh, these guys can't make it up this berm. They're too chicken. And yeah. it was like, he put us on no, all the over sign Facebook. is actually over, what, yeah. uh, the sign no, is what trying to be, you know, turned us away. But, and that's what, like, if the people who, like, do that, like, that's why I get those permanently shut down. Yeah, exactly. You know? So mm-hmm. it'll be a non-gated area, yeah, and then all of a sudden, you it know. It sucks. Go around. Yeah. You got to respect the state. Fine. Yeah. You got to respect the rules, and if you want places to stay accessible, then you got to you gotta pack in what you pack out. Yeah, you pick freak, up your you damn trash, please. people. Yeah, yeah, pick up your damn trash, people. Jesus. I got a pink trasheroo that gets full every time I go somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Whether it's just my own stuff or there's some stuff, you know, that... Just not that hard. Shouldn't belong there. Yeah, you know, you get yeah. the grabber. <clears throat> yeah, yeah that's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Throw it on. I had to get one of those. It's just yeah. the little things, and like we talked about on an earlier podcast, when stuff gets taken away, it's taken away forever. There's, yeah. no, there's no getting it back. You look at Anza. You know, a lot of people in California know, and look, you got they they put posts into the ground to stop people from going places because. They're just finding trash, and I guess some people tried to go where they're not supposed to. You know, like if there's yeah. a marked road, there's a marked road, yeah. and they, they ask you yeah. to stay on it, you, you should stay on that's it. That's what like, a lot of people do, too. You'll see, like, a, the, some influencer or something like that. They want to get a shot, so they'll park on, like, some shit that, you know, mm-hmm. shouldn't be parked there, mm-hmm. you know, just to get them yeah. cool-looking, you know. Yeah, yeah I think someone photo. someone tried to do an illegal winch <laughs> up uh, the end of uh, Sandstone Canyon. That, that's why the gatekeeper's closed now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They they got up, up and the, over, yeah. up the other side, where you're supposed like where you're supposed to turn around. Yeah, 
and that's the thing. That's what happens, you know. You, you get places that there's so many people that um, that go to places and they abuse the privilege of access accessibility to it. And next thing you know, you got to pay to go or you got to wait in line or get a, you know, get a reservation going or something. And, and that's the end of it. Yeah. And then it's not fun for, for, for people like us that like to get out of town and get away from the crowds, you know? Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, we'll have to go further and further and further. What is that? A squeaky toy? <laughs> she got the squeaky toy. Yeah, all the things, dog, people down are. She's like uh, knocking over all these. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. We actually lost Cam one for a little bit. There, <laughs> yeah, so, we're uh, back. Yeah, but, we're back out. But uh, she's trying. Like she's always trying to sabotage. But yeah, when it comes to public land use and open access use, like a gate, I, I call it. Well, it's called checkerboarding or being landlocked. Is when there's private land and public land that are adjacent to each other and. Um, it's, it's owned by different parties, but there are certain, um, certain app applications that you can use and you can look at it. I use Onyx maps and in certain spots, it looks like a literal checkerboard where there's parcels of land that are, um, you know, uh, different colors that represent, Hey, different landowners. And what can happen is if that, that access road becomes either abused or anything like that, or, um, whatever the situation may be, a gate can be put in legally and closed legally, and it'll be, uh, totally within that person's rights to block off access to, uh, to that public land. And one of the biggest reasons why private landowners advocate for putting up gates is because people abuse, uh, the public land that they're, that, that road is, is available for access for. We got to put yeah. Daisy out or something like that. Cause yeah. we keep losing this camera or something like that, but we'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, uh, That's speak- a, people make, you know, the next thing you know, probably has got four or five fire pits on the land where he's, he's wanted to stay, you know, flat and next thing you know, that toilet paper and stuff like that all over the place. is terrible. Yeah. Or if there's a temporary, temporary fence, like a barbed wire fence with a T post in it and you're supposed to, you know, put the fence back to keep livestock in, yeah. You know, somebody leaves that gate open and all their livestock gets out. And yeah. It's not super common here in California, but it is uh, it is a situation that does occur on, uh, yeah. on public land. 100%. 100%. Yeah, and it is uh, it is unfortunate for, for everyone involved because, hey, that, that place is now now closed and landlocked yeah. for, for future generations. And also that, yeah. that landowner that is... a lot, yeah. Yeah, is... is you know, loses out on their their profit and their their well being. Stop your geotagging and stop your dang TikToks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one wants to see it. Yeah, or too many people want to see so it. There's so many other places. Find your own spot. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of that, do you guys ever tag locations or anything like that, or do no. you guys keep it pretty? I got much a good old one called Nunya. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> I, I never yeah. tag my locations. Based in not and, shared. Yeah. I Nobody was, cares where I am, anyways. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of. I tell people where I'm going to be. They're like, "Yeah, dude, don't tell me. I don't care." Kind of hesitant to tell people where my favorite spots are, so I usually keep it bland. But yeah, yeah, just general location. Yeah. Um, not yeah, even that. I'm I mean, sure. I mean, at the most times nowadays, most people that are going to these places and they see us posting it, they know, you know, or if there are secret spots, then it's again still like, yeah, I guess you'd say generalized. If people ask, but for the most part, you know, people would look for the geotag. I mean, for me personally, I rarely am like, yo, where is that? You know, I hardly ever hit people up and ask them, you know, because I wouldn't, I don't really want that. You know what I mean? I think, I, I, I don't know, I'd take people with me, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I'll show you. that message lasts forever. <clears throat> yeah. You know, or that Where's insider. Where's the cool spot? Or, uh, I don't know. You yeah, find you it. know, wherever you find it. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's kind of one of those things where uh, kind of, if people want to go, oh, I'll let you know next time I go. 
There yeah, you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Invite yeah, me along. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys' thoughts on uh, bringing new people? Just by the way, like people you've never camped with. What? You gotta I'd feel them out all the time. You know? <laughs> Most of them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what do you air down to? He's like, oh, like thirty-five. You're like, all right. Well, I'll call you next mm, time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you're really, no, I'm kidding. But that's when you educate them. But yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously, you you. For me, it's when I when I invite people and they want to bring their own cars. I'm like three things, you know. Do you have a way of deflation? Do you have a way of inflation? Yeah. And where are you sleeping? You know what I mean? Like I can cook for you if you need it, you know. Because if you're not, you can't expect every like. Not I mean, he cooked for me up until last year. If you know, a few months <laughs> before the end of the year. So uh, the cook stuff is it, it comes in time, but for the most part, other gear like getting your truck in and out of a place is what you need to focus on firstly. And so, I mean, when I, people that I don't know, I invite, I mean, do you have deflation? Do you have inflation? You know, what's your sleeping situation? That kind of rhymes. Actually. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Lucas does not want to share his pillow. It's kind of like no, Sesame Street. Uh, no. <laughs> My pillow's always a little soggy. Yeah. I sweat. Drooling on it all night. Gotta get oh. those Moroccan pillows yeah. that uh, Mr. Jared Gotta have the tassels. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. And kind of transitioning questions here uh-huh. you mentioned cooking oh um, we've talked about you guys cooking and chef food. jeff chef jeff so what what tell tell us your cooking routine and you're cooking uh you're cooking it your situation right now as it's like current yeah, yeah. And, and how the heck did you get so good at freaking camp cooking man what, what <laughs> Dude, this, that this boy from? loves good food though i get, i mean i grew up with Always having good food at home. I grew up with always having good food at home and also going camping with my dad or going out to the desert, always having good food. So just when I'm going to be on vacation, which is much more camping, that's vacation for me. I'm going to be eating good food. So I'm always making. I eat way better in camp than yeah. I do. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> then I'm trying. Absolutely. I always at try home, to make like different convenience, stuff. Convenience, convenience, convenience. At, at camp, I'm like. All right, I'm going to plan this out. Yeah, I'm going to do some good stuff, yeah. Yeah, I always try to make something different. Uh, or in, sometimes or I go back good. with, with like one of the good routine things or yeah, well, yeah, one of the normal appetizer go-to. type things. But <laughs> What's your, what's your like, your, when your, you think camp food, what do you think? Because I think steak and potatoes. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm right there with you. Staples, I think. yeah. Give it to him, Jeff. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> chicken karage. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit, you got to hit, hit him with tangy sauce. <laughs> that's, you know. that's one of the go-tos for, like, something easy to make that easy everybody loves it, is yeah. the, the chicken karage, which you get from the Japanese market. It's just, like, Japanese yeah. chicken nuggets. Oh, well, what did we uh, discover while we were actually at the Grand, south end of uh, Grand Canyon? It, wasn't it we mixed the Japanese mayo with Chick what, what fil A Polynesian sauce? Chick fil A Polynesian sauce. Next level. Stupid. Couldn't stop eating it. That was really good. But Asian yeah, it's fusion. basically you just cook it in oil and it's. Done. Yeah, but okay. Okay. I think going back to uh, Patrick's question, what is your cook setup though? Like, oh, yeah. how, oh, what are you going to make meals on? I cook right now with a Tempo Tusk. Mm-hmm. That's uh, an expensive cook system right there. Yeah, I mean, I I personally it, love it. It's, is it worth it? I mean... Honest. Honest? Come on. Being honest, <laughs> I love it. It's no, really, honestly, I, I, it's really I, easy to cook on. and I love the way it functions. Like, you know, it's great to cook on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got it before they upgraded the burner. So when they, when, mm. when they upgraded the burner, it got way better. I mean, I've had thoughts of going back to just a regular burner and cast iron pans. Oh, yeah. Because I love cooking on cast iron. I love home. cast and iron. It's just, yeah, there's something about it. But yeah. And 
That's the Tembo is, I think, Castile. Yeah. Which is the, pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. Weird. But it's just the. It's like a walk, like stuff people. Yeah, it's like a. Yeah, yeah. it's not hot on the sides and it's hot in the middle. Yeah, yeah you kind of can separate you your food up and stuff. And for yeah. those of you who don't know what that uh, that cook system is, it's essentially a burner that's on its own. like Scottle. It's a it's on its own tube stand and it's uh, essentially like a paella cooker. Uh, yeah, single, mm-hmm. like, imagine mm-hmm. like a, a single mm-hmm. burner camp chef um, <laughs> uh, camp chef burner on the very center and um, the actual cooking surface is a uh, plow steel. disc. Yeah, it's a, right. it's, a, it's a plow disc. It's it's yeah, it's it's, exactly. it's cast steel. Um, it's all and, integrated and like easy to set up. Adjustable, yeah, they, adjustable legs <clears> like with <throat> a wind wind guard for the burner. Mm. So it's got a lot of little. Do you have the table? The little, the I do have a table, and I keep forgetting to bring oh. that wooden table. Yeah, that you yeah. keep seeing at all the events. Yeah, <laughs> I have it. And I keep key. forgetting it's sitting on the microwave. At my you better house. bring it next time. I'm Is it FinFab? No, it's FinFab makes it's from, them. It's from Tembo Toast. Oh, FinFab's uh, got the knockoff. No, I got it from Jerry there. at Tembo Toast. Okay, nice. Yeah. Um, no, I mean I love that <laughs> thing. It's I've had it for I've had it for long uh, at least a year and a half. Yeah, Kyle, my buddy's at the door right now, and Daisy's going crazy. Um, but in, in, in terms of uh, yeah, in in terms of that, the cook surface, like you said, it's it's cast steel versus cast iron. And I, I remember we were talking about that situation uh, last time we were in camp together. And the cast steel is so much smoother just right out of the gate than cast iron because cast iron is pitted and it takes, yeah. it takes a little bit more time to get seasoned and to get slick. But right out of the box, that uh, that that steel disc is smooth, and I believe it comes seasoned right out of the box, doesn't it? They're pretty much seasoned right out of the box, but I mean, I always anything even if it's seasoned already, you just yeah, you, season yeah, it yourself. Yeah, seasoned butter, cook some bacon on it, put hmm. like cook a bunch of stuff with like fatty meats and yeah. You know, Some Wagyu uh, beef, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. Come on, Jeff. Let's be real here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Great A or get out. But yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's easy. Uh, I've never had an issue with it. I've never had it rust. I've never. I just. Yeah, just basic care and maintenance. I like the overall setup of them. Like I've yeah. been on a few trips with you or even different people have used them, and you're yeah. Yeah, you just basically just keep it simple and cool. Yeah. Whatever but, you're cooking last, just like don't. I mean, just don't clean. You don't clean it like a, a nonstick pan. You you clean it. You just wipe it like a like a cast like iron. A cast you, iron, yeah. Yeah, you want to keep that. No, no dish soap. You want to yeah. keep that flavor. Yeah, of yeah all yeah, the food you've ever. cooked in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except, well, yeah. I mean, unless it was like. You don't really want to cook fish in that, I guess. Ooh, you can do that though. That's the Have thing. Is you, I've seen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people, people, they make like steam trays. I mean, people bake oh, in yeah, them. Yeah. Can, I've seen yeah, people boil that, pasta yeah. in them. You know, so there's there's plenty about frying. You know, you've done the karage in them all the time. So there's yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Pretty much do everything. With, there's the big thing on that, that that I can appreciate is it doesn't require a pot or a pan. Yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah. yeah. Thing, it's a yeah. burner and it's it's everything it's all in one. Yeah, it's a little. I mean, it's a it's a it's flat but it's a rounder bag packs up but yeah i mean my cookware packs into a front runner box i'll tell you so this it's bigger it's bigger impact i'll sure. tell you guys this when we're at a river or a lake and you see that thing with the legs in the water <laughs> and, I'm, and i'm cooking my food and i'm got 
got my legs in the water, yeah. then you'll be like, okay. Yeah. yeah. That thing is sick. I'll meet you back in the truck. <laughs> yeah. My setup. You guys can go eat over there. I'll, I'll be here in the water. Yeah. I got my king disc. I'll be with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll be hanging out at Ben's king disc. Right? <laughs> so, so, guys, I, I want to ask you, because um, I've mentioned it on the previous podcast, uh, your cooktop. Yeah, uh, I'm talking to Lucas here. Mm-hmm. You have like this retro looking one with a butane from the Jetsons. Pipe. Yeah, it's like really cool retro, <laughs> but it, it seems to be really good for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't cook for like the whole group, you know. But it's a Covea Mini. It's a butane propane burner with like a ceramic. It's like a small little ceramic dish with a lid, and uh, that's. Um, I like it. I've I've cooked fish in it. I've cooked I've boiled uh, pasta in it. I've steamed rice in it. All sorts of stuff, you know. So yeah, sorry guys. No, it's cool. Dogs are great. Uh, yeah, but she's freaking out. She's hitting the camera too. So sorry if you're watching the live stream. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Covea is killer. I liked it. I've had it for less than a year now, and um, I've been excited to use it every time. For the most part, it cleans it cleans up well too. So, yeah, you you actually made me uh, one of the the best meals I've had oh. in Johnson Valley. You remember? It was those uh, the tortellini things. What was that, dude? Dude, that See? was so sick. I was gonna say you do you you said you don't cook for the whole group, but you were sharing your tortellinis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I do uh, bite off more than I can chew. But yeah, yeah that, that was good. I, I like um for me when I'm out there, I like comfort food. You know, I'm not so much of a of a steak guy. I'll say, although I do I do enjoy meat, but uh, I like chicken, fish, uh, like I like sausage stuff like that. Um, so for me, all that kind of stuff throws towards pastas and and that kind of stuff. I like rice dishes. Uh, I've made fried rice and, and that kind of stuff. I make good fried rice, dude. The wok, or like the, the scottle's great for fried rice. Yeah, we've made oh, yeah. fried rice on that thing We had some yeah. like steamed vegetables in that thing too, right? Yeah. yeah. It's got like Done. a little plastic topper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then broccoli and carrots and when we were in Sedona, or we were at the, the Grand Canyon that night with those with the guys we met, and we did, uh, that's why I did, I did like uh, pesto salmon and broccoli. And it's, it was so good, dude. It looks yeah, so good. It's great. It's great. My biggest thing is is some skewers that, that Jeff got from one of our friends. Arby? Um, Arby. Yeah, he got some yeah. skewers. And Jeff's been doing, like last time we did like some some yogurt marinated chicken thighs or something like that over the fire. Yeah, so and good. Some, and that kind of stuff for me is just like next level, you know, when you're getting, you know, just from the mountains of caucus, man, this guy's straight caveman when it comes yeah, to it. Like when and you there's no over more open com- fire, it just, yeah. there's nothing, there's nothing the same as that. So yeah, you're drawn at it. You know, it's, it, it brings you back to square one, you know, and, and although I got a ceramic butane propane cooker, um, I get way more excited beating my chest over the fire while we're cooking you know, chicken thighs. and Yeah, I didn't yeah. even mention that when I was talking about my cooking apparatuses. Yeah, is it considered one? It's more mechanical. I guess, yeah, I guess. It's a tool. I mean, it's like a cooking tool. Yeah, just stainless steel uh, skewers. Skewers, yeah, flat skewers. And but they were like the big boys, right? Yeah. Simple, man. Simple. So we were need on to be the flat. Mojave... We were on the Mojave Trail. Um, we had uh, gone with some other people, and one of his guys' names is Arby, and um, he is Armenian. And uh, he had bring he had brought this. Uh... Okay, we gotta kick the dog out. She's going crazy. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, Arby had given Jeff these skewers after we had cooked like what lamb on them and everything else. It was like it was so good that. Uh, Yogurt, like Greek yogurt and cucumber or whatever dill. I don't know. It was insane. It chicken. was. 
the what, our, what he oh. had, right? It was yeah. a pork belly. Oh, pork belly. That's it what pork it was. Belly. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, dude. the pork belly was so good. And then Jeff one-ups it with his lamb chops. So where were oh, we? We were up in uh, <laughs> by the Grand chops? Canyon. Yeah, we were by the Grand Canyon. That was the best this. thing I've ever made. On, dude, that was like, insane. He brings, okay, well, he brings they were lamb special, chops. They were special lamb chops that my aunt got at some farmer's market. and By a guy in a robe. And she was and just, staff. And she had just got... <laughs> Yeah, no, she had just got them, and she was moving, so she gave them to me. Yeah. And was that like, was I'm gonna, awesome. I'm going to cook them. They were so flavorful. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. So, I mean, uh, one of the first episodes I was on is actually like, well, you know, what is, you know, overlanding to you? And I was like, it's all about the food and the people. Facts. You know? Anyway, with these two guys here, they bring they bring the ruckus. You know what I mean? So yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Yeah, dynamic duo over here. Mm-hmm. I love even it. I mean, we Jeff and I live together, and even um, at home, you know, he's got the Traeger out back, and he's he's whipping oh, it up my. on the brisket. And he's yeah, he's got he's got the goodies, you know. And uh, I always find myself doing something good on the on the stove. You know, for me, I grew up. Uh, you know, women in the house, my, my grandmother, my mother cooking. Uh, so I was able to, to get in there hands on and learn how to, you know, Thanksgiving holidays. And the next thing, you know, and then they helped my mom with the family making dinners and, you know, enchiladas and, and Alfredo's. And, and then, you know, my dad's been a commercial cook for, you know, half his professional life. And so it's kind of all of it. You know, my brother's big into it. He's got a Traeger and got a cooking Instagram. And my brother, <laughs> makes, a, my brother makes a lot of really good uh, vegetarian and vegan dishes, uh, believe it or not. And he also makes really good uh, barbecue food, too. So kind of doesn't everyone. discriminate. And yeah, now it's yeah. me and my brother more so than my mom and, and my, my sister that does a lot of cooking. So it's kind of, you know, come full circle. Taking over yeah. the, yeah. yeah. So I, I went out there for Easter. They live in Nevada and I find myself making their eggs benedict for everyone Oof. and stuff, you know. So, <laughs> nice. um, so yeah, it's kind of the thing. It just uh, it's fun too, you know. I'm sure we can all agree that that any you know creating something from 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 scratch, ingredients, whatever that may be, whether it's the truck or the food or anything like that, it's rewarding. So it's probably yeah, no matter of, no matter how good it is, yeah. You making it well, out no, it's there. gotta be good. It's gotta <laughs> be good. <laughs> okay, I, okay, wait, wait, wait. I disagree. The the best tasting meal is the one that you didn't have to pay for. I'm not saying it's gotta it, it's gonna be bad, but it's not like the best thing you ever made. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why the tortellini was so good because it was free. You said it right there. That's right. Yeah. There you go. That's why I love it. You know what? It wasn't even to temperature. No. But it was delicious. <laughs> no, it was after a few RC car runs. That's no. right. That was my own fault, though. Every, I didn't need everything, everything tastes better in camp. Oh, that's absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll have a Pop-Tart in camp. And you're like, oh, oh my God. This is so have good. you ever, like, eaten, like, something you normally eat at camp, but, like, at home? Like, you know, even, like, the Mountain Hatch or whatever. You're just like, you know, that was pretty good. I'm going to try it at home. And, like... Oh my god! Not as good. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're like what? Yeah. yeah, it's always better in camp. Well, yeah. I'm making I'm making uh, breakfast for Jeff tomorrow, so got that thick cut bacon. Yeah. I'm actually going to be Jelly. using my uh, camp stove for it because it's perfect. The, uh, the black stove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got my expectations, so uh, no pressure. Uh, <laughs> shoot, dude, you can eat those om- or uh, breakfast burritos. Oh yeah, those breakfast burritos are oh, really good. It was so nice. I think Ben's been practicing all week. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> breakfast burritos all week. Yeah. Maybe. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner just to try to impress you. I got to ask. Uh, I mean, we all cook, right? We all cook at camp. I'd say it's safe to say you cook. Jared, man, we all cook. What, Patrick, would be your favorite meal to cook mm, while you're out? Would it be breakfast, good. lunch, or dinner? Oh, oh, dude, it's definitely dinner. Dinner? Yeah, mm-hmm. I usually skip breakfast and lunch. I, I know. Say, I can dinner. answer what he, what he eats. He's a little cyborg. Oh, yeah, we all do. A little cyborg dude, so, yeah. yeah. I ate some aluminum for lunch. Quarter <laughs> <laughs> oil. Yeah. No, photosynthesis. That's Jared, that's I, I know you got a daughter, you know, mm. so I'm Jeez, sure it's fun. It difficult, yeah. Yeah, so it's either what turkey sandwiches on the lunchtime. So what do you do? I mean, what's your favorite? What, what would you say? For my own personal? <laughs> for, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, Not a Lunchable? Yeah, so, what, yeah, I mean, breakfast, Actually, lunch, or dinner. Good, the Lunchable, they're pretty bomb. <laughs> yeah, what would you do on a solo <laughs> trip? I mean, it's probably most relatable since, Honestly, I mean, you don't really have the family come out too much, and, and we're... I mean, our chicks eat like bachelors too, so it's kind of one of those things. Um, I yeah, I'm, I keep it so simple. Like I very rarely cook anything extravagant at camp. Like it's hot dogs, Remember sloppy joes, sloppy joes. Oh, oh, dude, but those are some gourmet sloppy joes. They we tried, were. we tried, we campified them. But that was <laughs> your meal. So, so the funny thing was, was, is you brought the food because you had like this Hello Fresh thing. Or some whatever. extra Hello Fresh yeah. bags showed up at my door one day, oh, and I'm nice. like, what am I gonna do with them? So we brought them to like. Let's take them to camp. We got Hell some yeah. pre-made meals. And Those will be pretty good. We got to it together on the tailgate. It was worked out I mean, great. Yeah, my favorite cheap meals are just tacos because taco meat's always cheap. <coughs> mm-hmm. Or just... Uh, yeah, some sides. One of my go-tos that, uh, that you know, if I just don't want to think of something crazy, is just like the L.A. street dog. Like bacon-wrapped uh, hot dogs with peppers, onions, mm-hmm. And so you not just a cheesesteak sandwich. Oh, and I've also done Philly cheesesteak <laughs> yeah. sandwiches out in the desert. Okay, so, wait a second. That that actually sounds beyond just some basic yeah. things here. Yeah. You know? Like when I say hot dog, like, I literally throw a Nathan's hot dog on the griddle and cover it, yeah, and that's no, it. That's he takes that thick cut bacon you talk about. Mustard relish. <laughs> it's yeah. too basic for me. I'm salt sorry. Salt pepper down the arm. Oh, you yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> he pickles his own cabbage and stuff. Yeah. Says a prayer for the if grill. I'm gonna eat a hot dog. I'm gonna eat a hot dog. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing that I do miss. That's the one thing I do miss about the car show scene is that there was always a, a street vendor there and there was oh, yeah. always food trucks, so you'd always yeah. get that. Oh, the shopping cart hot dog. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Yeah. Walking out of a concert at like midnight and the guy. Guys out the cart. I had one after the Kanye concert where he just walked <laughs> off stage in Inglewood. Yeah, any kind of street food is just better. Like so you know, street tacos in like Mexico are just like oh, it's yeah. probably not even a fish, but I don't. Got to taco <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Oh, okay. What? Yeah, yeah. What's Breakfast? your favorite meal? Oh, my favorite to cook. Meal? To cook to prepare. To cook? It's a hard, probably dinner. None. Dinner. <laughs> dinner. It has to be dinner. Dinner. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So like, was, was you, would you say yours would be dinner too? No way. No, I'm a breakfast guy. Yeah. I like yeah. Doing eggs, you know, bacon sausage. That's my. I like making that stuff, but I like that's more my comfort. But the dinners are more my style foods. Like I always like making. I I think I have less less expectations on me when I'm making breakfast. It's like, oh, you can't. (laughs) You can't fuck up with eggs. But if I'm like, gonna come out with like some of the stuff you bring out for dinner, I'm like, yeah, I would fuck that up, and everybody's yeah. looking at me like, you just ruined dinner. <laughs> I try to, I try to keep it like pretty simple. Like I'll do yeah. like steaks, but I always end up bringing way too much food. I always bring out extra food for like other people, and like How every this time we go out here. Yeah. Well, like last time, we didn't even eat the carne. I ended up bringing the carne how much, asada. How much, four how much pounds? Did you bring? I brought four and a half pounds of carne asada. The whole time, kept trying to make meals. Like, 
Okay, and for lunch, we're going to stop. I'm just going to make carne asada right yeah, here. Yeah, we ended grill. up. Never. I ate so much barbecue food at that event that I did not want to I didn't eat anything. Didn't even need to. Yeah. No, so I mean, and then Eric brought us uh, like breakfast burritos oh, yeah, the next day. Good. So we were, we were going to plan, okay, we'll just save it for lunch tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> that never happened. Like two days, we couldn't find time to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Ben, let me hear it. What's your uh, go-to? All right, so I heard breakfast and I heard dinner. So I actually love dinner because I usually just eat your dinner. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but if you're talking about if you're talking about like what do I like you to have make, to. I actually like lunch because I like a cold you know chicken turkey sandwich or whatever with mm. some Ooh, some of that. Yeah. By the way, I bought that uh, jalapeno mustard by Beavers, right? Oh and yeah. And that yeah. on top of those sandwiches with that Colby Jack oh, cheese. Oh, uh, yes, at the uh, Claros. Yeah. And uh, then you always get that. Uh, Shout so, out to Claros, by the way, mm. Dustin, California. Best that's right. So bomb. Oh, my God. Uh, don't, that's a whole other episode. Jesus, I could talk <laughs> to you a bottle of yeah. Italian dressing, put it in the fridge for like a decade, and at the 10th year, it's going to be better than it was the first year. Let me tell yeah, you. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so I like lunch. <laughs> There's because review. typically we're on the trail. It's midday. I, um, you know, as far as I love having chips with my sandwich, right? Um, I adds that flavor. I usually do like a salt and vinegar chip, you know, kettle kettle cooked. But my wife brought home these Trader Joe's dill pickle kettle ones, dude. Oh, the dill pickles. Are- oh my lord, those dill pickle chips with those uh, you know turkey sandwiches are just—it's insane. But I like eating your dinners. But I like making the lunch. <laughs> yeah, and one of the big things with any meal is we always share. It's always like one of those things where you're gonna yeah. get a, you're gonna get a bite of somebody else's mm. meal, oh, yeah. even if it is a, just a bite. But most of the time, we always we're we're all self reliant. We always yeah. we always think that somebody else is not going to bring something. I might as well bring enough for everyone. Yeah, there's yeah. always and too much whether food. Whether it's firewood or tools or food or, you know, chairs. Somebody That's always part of experiencing <laughs> it with other Somebody's people. Somebody's always going to yeah. forget a chair. Mm-hmm. Part of experiencing with other people is sharing and, yeah. like, having them having, like, a similar experience as, yeah. like, you know, sharing that experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I've bummed, you know, it's a, you know, a little green propane gas tank off somebody, or there's mm-hmm. always somebody giving me something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a constant uh, uh, customer to Jeff on his uh, jet boil. I'm like, hey, can I borrow your jet boil? <laughs> <laughs> right. Every yeah. morning, our band, I'm like, hey, I need something to boil. I, that's my yeah, next you thing. You asked me for, for a spoon last time. I used it, came back well. cleaner than a whistle. Let me tell you. That's right. Let me tell you. Well, Lucas, yeah. did you say what yours I was? I forgot to bring your chopsticks, but I have them in the trash. <laughs> right. Oh, you actually borrowed chopsticks. And why did I have chopsticks? I don't know. <laughs> I would. Uh, you could hold on to them. Big breakfast guy. <laughs> probably too. use them more than me. Breakfast big, guy. Big breakfast oh, guy. Mm. Yeah. Same thing. You know, I've recently discovered a scrambled eggs in like a in a little cardboard carton. Which I tell you right now makes your life so much easier. Just like imagine being able to cook no meat mess. and not have to touch it while it's raw. And that's yeah. kind of the same thing with eggs, you know. For me, um, I've been in the food industry, so the cross contamination and stuff is is real, and it <coughs> it, it uh, absolutely exists. And uh, when you're out there and and you're not at a sanctioned campsite, it's nice to 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 feel healthy and to feel good, and not not let food get you sick. So um, uh, that breakfast is a big uh, is a is a fun one for me. It's simple, but it's super good and it kind of sets the the pace for the rest of the day. I'd say for sure. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I'm not allowed to ca- I'm not allowed to cook breakfast because I'm always uh, taking so long. That breaking is down, <laughs> breaking down my tent. That is true. It is true. Yeah. In fact, oh, wait, no you- tent ringing down tomorrow. So we'll see how his breakfast mm-hmm. goes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. No excuses. No excuses. Yeah. Dang, dogs are barking all morning. 
<laughs> oh man! But speaking of tomorrow, you guys got a long day ahead of you guys. You guys are working on uh, Ben's truck, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't think it'll take very long. She's though. gonna be back in fighting shape. Yeah. yeah, it won't. It won't take long. We'll be done before noon. Yeah. Well, we have a little mishap, and I'm pretty pretty sure we'll talk about it later. But um, had a little <laughs> mishap with the lower ball joint failing, and uh, kind of messed up my truck. So we're putting that all back together tomorrow. I'll meet you at the top of Saddleback High Noon. <laughs> for that carne asada if you still got it four and a half pounder <laughs> yeah that's in the freezer oh never mind but yeah guys it's been a great time talking with you um it's just amazing finally getting you guys on the podcast seven episodes in wow. not including bonus episodes they have a bit of a drive to get here yeah. so i give them yeah. props i for mean it's this. crazy we I have so here. much we yeah, can talk about I, know. I feel like we could talk all night long about yeah, we, we yeah it's pretty easy to yeah yeah we can talk about oh we'll We'll leave we talked about that. majority of it over pizza and drinks. <laughs> <Yeah. before we laughs> we to check ourselves. Hey, wait, wait, slow down. Save something. Everyone, yeah. shut up. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's kind of the deal. Is like the conversation that we have at you know at the podcast table is the exact same you know conversation that we have at the at the dinner table or around a campfire. It's just now we just have to make sure one person talks at one time and kind of you know tell that. Story. <coughs> yeah, it's yeah. the exact it's the exact same conversation just told a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's always a great time hanging out with you guys, and uh, we look forward to having you guys on future podcasts. Is yeah, there oh yeah, is there definitely. Get some more adventures to. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you guys want to plug? Plug it up, mm-hmm. Jeff. Let yeah. me hit it. Plug it. Plug it. <laughs> you got Aiden James, you got Mansu Taco, you got like, yeah. what do you got going on? Timbo Tusk. He's <laughs> <laughs> already Karage. got one. You need one, though. Yeah. Oh, Mansu Market. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm very, uh, it's been a great experience being on the show. Treatment. What about <laughs> it? Yeah. No, no, that's great first podcast I've ever been on, and it's been a great experience. And thanks I for coming. Definitely want to. No, it's been a pleasure. I definitely want to be on more. <laughs> Where can people check out your uh, your trips and stuff? Oh, oh that that <clears throat> yeah, that's usually that what plug means. <laughs> My plug. You can you social can, uh, media. You can Let check me out this sweet Toyota that we're always talking about. Oh, yeah. that thing. That thing. <laughs> White lightning. My at? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I know you're not, you're not really. You're gonna find hey, you want to know my at? You're it's not really Monsu focused. Taco. On, yeah. Monsu Taco. M-A-N-S-U-T-A-C-O. M-A-N-S-U-T-A-C-O. Monsu Taco. Mansu Taco. We tag him in a bunch of our stuff anyways. because yeah, uh, he's, yeah, he's in our photos. He's in our photos. I don't, I mean... Yeah. You'll find me. I don't, throw my, I, don't, I don't throw my tag out there. I don't put stickers Slogan on my truck. He doesn't geotag. He doesn't even add, know me, dude. Know me. I'm yeah. not huge on I- IG. No. I mean, I try to post, but I, when I'm motivated to. In the DMs, uh, you're active. Oh, yeah. I'm active in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slipping in certain DMs. I don't yeah. know. <clears throat> How about you, Lucas? You want to yeah. plug anything? Oh, no. Thanks, you guys. Um... A dirty GX, my Instagram, my main stuff. Uh, dirty is D U R T Y G X. 
uh, <clears throat> this is a personal page. I host some some giveaways here and there. That yeah. just hit a thousand. I think I just broke it like 150. Yeah, <laughs> right. you, I've been trying to get to shout out. <laughs> five bucks a shout out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, no. I mean, uh, keep it simple. Yeah. East West food's the best. And uh, thanks for having us on for sure, man. For yeah, sure. It's been, it's been our pleasure. We can't wait to have you guys on again. And we can't wait for our next trip. Oh. Uh, like, yeah. like you guys mentioned earlier, we're going to do some campfire podcasts and that's going to be a totally yeah. oh, that'll be, yeah. we'll be then we're all going to be stacking over each other yeah. <laughs> yeah. no rules in the mountains yeah. <laughs> you're going to bring this whole setup no. well, believe it or not <laughs> the majority of the setup is made to be uh, mobile including the table that's right or mount down on top of the truck yeah including this Mexican table that's, yeah. that's legit <laughs> but anyways guys thank you thank you thank you so much for listening uh Ben, do you want to plug anything? Yeah. Uh, you know, my broke-ass truck, Al Pastor, Ooh, Overland. He's love. <laughs> Got a cleft leg. More prayers, more prayers. Yeah, you, might wanna, you might wanna do a, a face or a Instagram story uh, tomorrow when you're... In, Instagram story? You know what yeah. I need to do is like a go fund me. To get to like work. Go fund me. <laughs> Patreon, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> you stole my line, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need, I need to go fund me. Yeah. <laughs> do you but take crypto? You don't yeah. need to go fund me. I take Dogecoin. Dogecoin. <laughs> It's at 72 cents right now. Yeah, by now. <laughs> How about you, Jared? Anything you want to plug today? No, no. I'm pretty content. Okay. What time is it? It is... Uh, time to discover. Let's go. I checked my watch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like, wait for my phone. the same thing. Damn, yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. It has been a, uh, an amazing podcast with you guys. Um, Definitely. Yeah, it's been a ton of fun. Can't Always fun. To, can't wait to have you guys on once again. I know I, I've said it twice already, but yeah. We can't it, wait either. It is a pleasure having you guys on. Cheers. And, uh, there's there's so many more questions I want to ask you guys about rigs, about your philosophies, about, about I'm, stories. I got so much more to tell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Perhaps yeah. this could oh, be a yeah. series. Mind. Yeah. yeah, it could be. Yeah. My mind's so, spinning. With different things to say. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, if you guys enjoyed it, make sure you hit the like button. Subscribe. Follow us wherever you can, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Podbean, (laughs) uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. Give us a a follow because it really does help us out. And uh, I I didn't actually believe that until I actually became uh, in the industry. And, yeah, it it does help out a lot. So that's Mm -hmm. one of the best ways that you can support us. And then also if you uh, like this content uh, and you want to hear or see anything different, just feel free to let us know and we'll try to accommodate you Mm, Uh, but other than that uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it and stay safe on the trail everybody (laughs) thank you (laughs) oh that's it guys good work (sighs) not too painful (laughs) 